really not cold. I am wearing a very fluffy sweater, so I'm Yeah, warm. I have a warm shirt. It's warm in here, but, but it it's is cold, cold outside. outside. Yeah. How's everybody doing today? Hi, fine. Hello, folks. Great. Hello. Grand. Wonderful. Hello, listeners. We Hello. hope you are warm and not cold out there. You look like you're wearing a pink animal. I know. I basically am. Yeah. I murdered a... A grizzly bear. A sheep, maybe? A, sh- a pink it's probably sheep. fake. A Muppet? This isn't real. <laughs> Muppet. Yeah, it's not real animal, but yeah. That's good. Because yeah, I, I had paint ready to throw in. Now PETA <laughs> is calling into our yeah. podcast. So angry at me. Um, we have... Some stuff to talk, talk about. Stuff to talk about. Talks about. We have Oscars to talk about later. Yep. Which... The Oscars happened, in case neat. you didn't know. Yes. We watched it. We all did. of us. Some surprises. Some mm-hmm. not so surprises. Yeah. Like pleasant surprises. Yeah. But there's also movie news to talk about, too. So, Like what, Sarah? Let's get to that. Um, well, I don't really know because I didn't make a list, but I do know. Okay. I do know. I just don't know the, a lot of these details. So apparently David O. Russell is going to be making another movie, and we haven't seen him for a while. We haven't. It's no. been four years. It he, has. He had a string of movies. Successes. And then kind of stopped for a little bit. And yeah. I think the last movie he made was Joy in 2015 right. with his muse, um, <laughs> <laughs> since he really loves Jennifer Lawrence a lot. Um, but this new movie is going to be Margot Robbie and Christian Bale. He uses Christian Bale a lot. He too. does. I don't think there's any plot details about this. Anyway, no, so but it's mostly just the casting. Thing. Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, and David O. Russell. And yeah, we don't know what it is, but he's writing and directing it. And yeah. it's an original That's, idea. Uh, it sounds like a real joy. I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna be good. I mean, I I didn't see Joy. I heard it wasn't great, but I really like. It's not great, but um, also, and I actually didn't think American Hustle was that great either. Oh yeah, I liked it. I didn't think it was as good as like I wanted it to be good. But also, I'm pretty sure the reason we haven't seen David O. Russell is because he was kind of caught up in the Me Too stuff. Was he accused? He was accused a lot of a lot. I mean, I knew mm. he's always been accused of like bad boy behavior or whatever, just yeah, being like, like a jerk. The, but I didn't know was it like sexual harassment? Well, he had he just, was accused he was accused of groping his 19-year-old transgender niece. Ew. And he was accused of like verbally abusing Amy Adams on set of I think American Hustle that let that forced her to right. tears and which was more um, of him being a jerk, not sexual. But he right. sexual his niece. That's that was the accusation, but that <sighs> but that and that was around the time of the Weinstein stuff, and he had a project at Amazon that had been canceled around that time. I'm very I gotta say he he has a terrible reputation, so I am surprised he's still kind of making movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, mostly I get surprised when people like I mean obviously. He's ha- he has that reputation, and he's been able to still get like people like Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. to work with him a lot. Or Christian uh, Bale. But I'm, I think I was more surprised to see that Margot Robbie was doing a movie with him. Mm-hmm. Like, that was more shocking to me than him doing a movie. Because it's like, there's a lot of people that have been kind of on the outskirts of the cancel culture and kind of avoiding that but i was surprised to see someone like margot robbie who's so vocal about stuff to who's just in a movie about sexual harassment right. yeah that too yeah so i don't know hmm. i i really really like silver linings playbook and i'm sure I this too. movie's gonna be good i think but, silver linings you know. is just fine just fine <laughs> it's just great but <laughs> you know he does tend to make some interesting movies yeah. so Movies that I'm always really excited for. And it's Batman. And then I watch them. I'm like, oh, well, I was really yeah. excited about this, but I didn't. You know, Silver Linings was one of those that I was like, meh, when I first saw it. And uh-huh. then I fell in love with it the second time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one. I was probably 
because I was in a fight with my wife at the movie theater. <laughs> we weren't talking. Uh, so for what? Oh, silver linings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So it's like, mm, meh. Um, so also news, uh, the hunt is back on, which is Damon Lindelof's and I don't know this guy. Who's Jason Bloom? Well, he did like Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse. Is he Bloomhouse Productions? Mm-hmm. So he does horror movies. Mm-hmm. This movie, um, it's a set, uh, thriller that depicts elite kidnapping and then hunting deplorables. It's set for March 13th release. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in September, mm-hmm. and then it, there was the, the what, uh, some sort mass of shooting. shooting. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. They, then and they then delayed it. Trump has said some stuff yeah, he about came out against it. This. But the if you watch the trailer, they really steer into the controversy of it. It's like the most talked about movie you've never seen. Wow. And then it says something like like on the movie poster. So it's kinda like how James Franco and was it Seth Rogen when they did the interview or whatever yeah. got like all that controversy yeah. and then like they use that for their to their advantage. Yeah, they're trying to steer into it and then like there's a line in the trailer that says, See for yourself, which I think is kind of genius mm-hmm. because you should be able to decide for yourself. But then the movie poster has like the original release date, but then it's marked out and then the new release date. So I think nice. it's kind of funny, but so Lindelof wrote this. Yeah. And Jason Bloom maybe co wrote it? I think probably produced it, I would assume. Um, because it's directed by Craig Zobel. And Hilary Swank is the lead in this movie. She's the ringleader of a gang of wealthy snobs who tries to wipe out a group of assorted individuals who have posted right wing views online. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Betty Gilpin is like the lead lady. Yeah, and she who's turns like the tables back. Yeah. on the killers. It's got a crazy. It's got a yeah, lot so of people. Who, who? This is like it's interesting because who are the good guys and bad guys in this situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember being surprised because apparently it's the lib- it's liberal elites coming after conservative people or something. But I thought that was an interesting, mm-hmm. you know, based on how you know yeah. Hollywood, whatever. Well, for sure. But but it's supposed to be satirical, so I'm sure there's you know. But there's a lot of good people in it. Glenn yeah. Howard too. Honestly, it kind of feels like that Bobcat Goldwhite movie. Oh, God bless America. God bless America. Yeah. A little bit, maybe yeah, something yeah. kind of similar to that tone. I don't know. I just think it's fascinating. Like their marketing is really smart to just mm-hmm. steer into the controversy. Because what better way to sell your movie than Trump tweeted, liberal Hollywood is racist at the highest level and with great anger and hate. They like to call themselves elite, but they are not elite. In fact, it is often the people that they so strongly oppose that are actually the elite. The movie coming out is made in order to inflame and cause chaos. They create their own violence and then try to blame others. They are the true racists and are very bad for our country. So, yeah, he's got some opinions. He's got some opinions. Hmm. But, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's coming out soon. I don't think I will see that in the theater, but <laughs> I'll wait very, till it comes out. Very yeah. interested to hear about the, the controversy. Or yeah, see the controversy, I think it's one of those movies like Joker where, I mean, uh, we, it's unfair for people to be like, oh, this is bad. Don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, you should just be able to decide for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. I'm very excited about this movie news because I love Zachary Levi. <laughs> I'm ready. What is it? Um, him and Cole Sprouse are going to be in a musical comedy together called Undercover. <laughs> um, and I just, I if Zachary Levi wants to be in a musical and sing a bunch, then <laughs> yes, take my money. Do what you want, Zachary Levi. Yep. So um, Jack is his character. He is a down-on-his-luck rocker-turned-father who, to make ends meet, secretly joins a group of young musicians in a wedding cover band <laughs> led by Misfit Ben, who is 
Did I say Cole or Dylan Sprouse? I don't remember which Sprouse. Cole Sprouse. It's a Sprouse. One of the Sprouses. Sprout. A Sprouses. Sprouse. One Sprout. Of Sprouse. One of the kids from Big Daddy. Oh. And, um, and uh, Zach and Cody or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Sure. Is it Zach and This Cody? is the Riverdale guy. Yeah. The twin. <laughs> Um, things start looking up for the ragtag band, but when Jack's secret is revealed, decline that spam call, <laughs> he rediscovers what's truly important in life while teaching Ben to find his own voice and as a musical talent. Well, okay. And it's the guy who wrote High, High Fidelity, the screenplay for High Fidelity, and directed Hop Tub Time Machine. Oh, Steve Pink. Justin. Yeah, Steve Pink. So, cool. Also, Diablo Cody is one of the many people who worked on a revision of the screen she wrote juno oh, wow yeah so where has she been i don't know she's, she's been writing stuff she had juno and then a bunch of bad ones she had and Jen- then, yeah, uh, jennifer's, jennifer's body. body she did a polish of the evil dead remake i think she does a lot of polishing mm. script polishing now mm-hmm. juno's such a great movie though you know i haven't watched it in so long i love juno. uh i'd be curious to see how much it holds up but i did really really like it mm-hmm. but zachary he has a good voice he yeah. he sang the lead character in Tangled, the mm. Disney movie Tangled. He was not Rapunzel. Finn. Yeah. Flynn. Finn. Flynn. Flynn. <laughs> he was Flynn. <laughs> yeah. And then Sprouse is a Sprouse. The, the yeah. you know. I don't know. It just, I don't, I like musical comedy, so. Sure. It makes me, it gives me like School of Rock vibes. A little bit. Yeah. That'll be cool. Or Wedding Singer vibes. Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. I was just thinking about that movie the other day. I don't remember why. Anyways. I fell asleep to Why, 50 Justin? First Dates last night. It was on TV. Really? Yeah. I think I was just thinking of Adam Sandler because of his speech at the mm-hmm. Independent Spirit Awards. That was a great speech. It was a great speech. And so I was just thinking about how much I like Wedding Singer. And... I think I would have liked it if he didn't use the dumb voice. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought that was... I think, than... No, I think that was the point, though, yeah. was he was, steer, he was doing the Adam ah. Sandler thing. So I thought that was hilarious. So if you haven't seen Adam Sandler's speech from the Independent Spirit Awards, that it's he won great. Best Actor... Mm-hmm. which well-deserved, and he got shunned from an Oscar, <laughs> um, then you need to watch that. Yeah, the Safdie brothers, their speech was also hilarious. Oh, I didn't see theirs. They were talking over each other, so they were both giving speeches mm-hmm. at the same time, but it was just very perfect for mm-hmm. like, their funny. style of movies. Well, speaking of the Safdie brothers, Good Time is going to be on Netflix this weekend. So yeah. Yes. So have a good time. Everybody can watch that. <laughs> watch I do really want to. Last time I saw it, I was in the theater, so I, still I would like to see, see it again. I just rewatched it last week. Did you? On Prime. So move from Prime to Netflix now. Yeah. And that's good. That reminds me. Did you guys see the thing about Pee Wee Herman? No. no. So Paul Rubens pitched a I, dark. I, I hate Pee Wee Herman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was really that's bad. <laughs> he pitched a dark Pee Wee Herman film to the Safety Brothers. Oh. And so supposedly. Oh, I did hear that. They're considering it. But I was just like, this sounds amazing. Yeah. I, know. I want this so bad. <laughs> He's such a weird character. Like, oh, I don't even yeah. understand what he is. Is he a person in a weird TV show universe? What's he's happening? He's just a weird guy. I think right? he's supposed to be like playing a young person. Like I thought, like, I don't really know, but I'm pretty sure he's, he's a, like the joke is he's an adult playing a child or I think. So Pee Wee Herman is a child. He's a creepy child. Mr. It's Rogers. so weird. And didn't he like get in trouble for child molestation no, like no, back in the day? No, he got in trouble for uh, pleasuring himself in a oh, porn right. theater or okay. a movie theater. For yeah. real? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that, he was makes, that makes it even more creepy. Yeah, I know. Oh. I, I I just I never understood. He the got in trouble show. for doing a thing that people do when they go to those kinds yeah. of movies. He just got caught, and he's yeah. a celebrity, right? But. Okay, that's way <laughs> way not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, but still, um, 
I just don't get Pee Wee Herman. I never really? understood no. the character or the show. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't I, think it was funny. I thought he was annoying and weird. I didn't watch the creepy. show, but I loved Pee Wee's Big Adventure when I was a kid. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't. Well, I like want to see a Sappy Brothers Pee Wee Herman would be really bad. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't. Supposedly, he pitched this to Netflix because they made Pee-wee's Big Holiday uh, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he pitched this idea to Netflix and they turned him down. So then he was like pitching it to other places. And went Nobody to wants to see a Pee-wee Herman dark movie. I want to see it I if it's don't. directed by the Safdie brothers. I of would course. see if that actor was because they're really good at uh, tapping into. And I mean, I'm not saying that Robert Pattinson was bad actor by any means, but uh-huh. they're really good, I think, at taking someone who's kind of like off the map a little bit and putting them back on or, the map. Or known for something else yeah. or something, yeah. that's a, Just yeah. the way that, the, I mean, Robert Pattinson, that was crazy, and then got him Batman, and then you had uh, uh, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah. I mean, so Pee Wee Herman could be the next. Maybe. I don't even know his real name. Paul, Paul just, Rubens. Paul Rubens. Okay. Okay, he here's that. here's your background on Pee Wee Herman, which actually I find kind of interesting because it's based in, in improv comedy. <laughs> yeah. He started in The Groundlings in L.A., um, which I don't know if you guys know, but that's like Phil Hartman got his start there yeah. and like Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where Pee Wee Herman, the character was developed because he was in a sketch group and they started the Pee Wee Herman character. I think he used the character to audition at SNL and got, and he did not get mm. picked. Hmm. Well, yeah, all it says is he's a childlike character. Yeah. So weird. I just don't get it. I'm not a fan either. Really? Like, oh. I mean, I'm not, I will not watch, not watch. <laughs> I will not, not watch. A Safety Brothers Pee Wee Herman movie? Yeah. <laughs> you'll, wa- you'll watch anything the Safety Brothers does. I will. Hmm. They could film a movie about poop and I would still watch it. Ew. Gross. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> just saying. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Okay. Well, there's that, I guess. Yeah. I do like the Safety Brothers. I they've only made two things but i've liked both of those they've made three feature films Well, i didn't see the third one (laughs) what's the third one was it daddy long legs or something like that oh that was their first one before good time oh okay they've made two mainstream (laughs) (laughs) i i i don't know i get it this is like way off topic but that's kind of your thing on this podcast i know (laughs) but like okay they're such talented directors uh-huh. Why can't they get recognition like Todd Phillips got for his abysmal Joker movie? Because people didn't like Uncut Gems. <laughs> well, critics did. Some critics it did. A lot of people didn't like it, though. It has like a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes, doesn't it? No. I don't know. I, I, think, I guess it's just like they're good directors and I want them to get proper recognition rather than... I, they, don't I mean, they will. It's, not the end, it's the beginning of their career. Yeah. Yeah. The, this the, is the same way I feel about Greta Gerwig and people complain about her not getting best director or whatever. It's like... Or screenplay or whatever it is. It's like she's still young. Like she's going to make many, many more mm-hmm. things and she will get an Oscar eventually. Like Little Women was not the best thing she's ever done. Lady Bird was the best thing she's done mm-hmm. so far. So like if anything, give that... They should have given it to her for Lady Bird. Um, but she's got much more stuff to do in her career so like i can't wait to see her win an oscar eventually and it'll probably be for an incredible film mm-hmm. i feel the same way about the safety brothers like they're gonna they'll get they'll get their recognition they better <laughs> like they've already made two really good movies so like it's only gonna get better i mean i do agree that uncut jams is better than at least three of the movies that were nominated mm-hmm. for best picture but still maybe ari aster will get one someday I, I don't know. It. I doubt. It depends on where he goes yeah. in his career. But 
Okay. <laughs> well, Wes Anderson, my favorite person ever, is dropping a new movie in July called The French Dispatch, and it has ties to Kansas, which Somehow. is neat. <laughs> the whole title is The French Dispatch um, of the Liberty Kansas Evening Sun. So apparently Bill, cool. Mar- Bill Murray is playing this character... And he moves to France and starts a paper, and he is from Kansas. Right. Which is neat. Okay, question. Liberty, Missouri. But there is, is, there, yeah. is there, 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 Liberty, is, there is a Liberty, Liberty Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Okay. But it takes place in a fictional French place. Got it. So mm-hmm. it is not is. like three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which is not a place. <laughs> well, I mean, it takes place in a fictional city. Right. But it does not. But, but, but Liberty it, Kansas the, is real. Right. Yes. Well, the city in Kansas the city is, is, a real place. is a real it place. It doesn't take place there, but it is a real right. place. Liberty yes. is like kind of near Coffeeville and Independence, like South Kansas. Yes. Okay. I'm telling you. I'm looking at Also, because that was on the uh, on FX over the weekend, and I watched that, Three Billboards. Oh. And my wife pointed out that there's mountains in the last scene when they're oh, driving. Really? So she was like, wait a minute. This, how does this take place in Missouri? Well, they there's were, mountains. They're driving. Yeah, but they made it seem like they just left their house. Um, mm, I didn't I assume. So I assumed they were like, on the um, road That's for a while. why he didn't get nominated for Best Director. That was what it was. Because they put the mountains in there. <laughs> they said no. That's I, not I think Missouri. they were driving for like, <laughs> a while. So. I, don't think so. was, I don't think the time was specified for also, how Also, it's a fake driving. city. Maybe in this fake city there are mountains. Don't put Missouri in a fake <laughs> city. <laughs> Whatever. Well, this movie looks great. It does. Sir, uh, I'm very excited. It's got a huge cast. Um, Bill Murray, Fran- like who's in all of his movies, and Francis McDormand, who's been in them a lot. Oh, they are all these characters, or all these actors. Tilda Swinton's in it, Jeffrey Wright, Adrian Brody, Benicia Del Toro, Owen Wilson, obviously, Leah Sado, Timothy Chalmay. Um, Saoirse Ronan. Stephen Park is in it. Yeah, Saoirse Ronan. I think... Like some of Bob those Balaban, characters Henry Winkler. have like very mm-hmm. small roles, probably because they don't yeah. have like top billing. But I was getting serious Grand Budapest vibes. Well, I was getting just Wes Anderson vibes mm-hmm. in general. It's all I liked Grand Budapest. I a liked lot. it too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grand that was what got was me great. into him. When I think a lot of people don't like that as much as his other. Oh movies. really? Oh no, I like that one a lot. I mean, that one was Oscar nominated. Yeah, that's true. This one is like uh, is more an, of an anthology of sorts. It's like because uh, it's about this paper and, and the, then we get to see stories featured in the paper that like lived out mm-hmm. and that's kind of interesting so you know a little different and i'm yeah. excited for that yeah it looks like there's some black and white in there which is like so funny because wes anderson's like known for all of his like movie color palettes yeah. and how bright and colorful they are so yeah i think it's cool so staff of a european publication decides to publish a memorial edition highlighting the three best stories from the last decade an artist sentenced to life in prison student write-ups and kidnapping resolved by a chef yes that's your plot timothy chalamet with a weird mustache and crazy hair uh pretty great yeah it looks it looks really great i love benicio del toro i like seeing him in a movie like this me it's too. probably the, what I'm most excited about in this movie. Which actually. I pointed out to you. Also, Willem Dafoe's in this and Edward Norton. Obviously, Edward yeah. Norton. But um, Timothy, or Timothy, Benicio played an artist in prison, or he played a prisoner who paints in uh, Escape to Dana Moore. Oh, really? So hmm. now he's like playing another prisoner who is asked to paint a picture. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, and also, he was in prison in Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also true. Good for uh, Adrian, or 
for Wes Anderson for giving Adrian Brody a job because I feel like that dude yeah. doesn't get a lot of work anymore. No. <laughs> he was in Grand Budapest. Oh, well, yeah. I know that's what I'm saying, Wes Anderson. I saw a really funny tweet that was like, uh, way to go, Wes Anderson, for keeping Adrian Brody in yeah, yeah, I know. That's, that is kind of It's sad. almost like that Oscar effect with some people. You yeah. win an Oscar and then all of a sudden you're like, have the world and then you're right. just like the decisions that you make aren't the greatest. Yeah. Well, I've heard he's kind of a problematic person, mm. like hard to work with, but also... Uh, he's made some. He's made some very weird choices mm-hmm. since winning his Oscar. But yeah, yeah. Speaking of Oscars, what about them? They were this weekend. They were this weekend. We had a we had a swell time at a party that Chris didn't come to. I apologize. So I hope you enjoyed watching it with your parents. No, <laughs> are you shaking your head? No. <laughs> Sorry, Chris is wrong. No, because I well, I assume that uh that your buddy Nathan told you. So we ended up skipping on everything and we just stayed at home. How so well. dare you? There was a busy, busy week. How we were tired. Dare you? The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That was we a whole working. week before. I haven't seen my wife like all week. So I've been working late. You realize she was invited to this party too. <laughs> I guess it's not like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Anyways, I'm sorry. What did you know? I didn't get the flu. That's true. I, I got the flu, so I apologize to whoever's using this microphone next. <laughs> uh, I thought it was so. I didn't like the show overall, like production wise. I don't think I enjoyed the show. Oh, overall. I thought the stage was awesome. Oh no, 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 that was fine. I just meant like I thought there were too many musical performances. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like that there were people coming out there were presenters for presenters like that only happened like twice though right uh beanie feldstein presented mindy kaling george mckay presented somebody and i think it happened a couple of other times actually like i feel like it happened a few Mm -hmm. times but even so it's like that's where a host would it makes sense if you have a host because the host can come out and say okay here's mindy kaling and then she comes out but even that is silly like why present it's the same thing as a presenter presenting though right my point is if you're not going to have a host, don't have people do host things. Mm-hmm. Just have a voiceover guy announce, okay, here's Mindy Kaling. And then you can still or, do fun bits. Yeah. Or just have Mindy Kaling walk out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really understand the point. Yeah. Like, same with, like, they had Martin Short and, or I'm sorry, Steve Martin and Chris Rock come out. And it was really funny when they came out together and the stuff they said. But, like, again, what? why? Right. If you're not going to have a host, don't have people do host things. Does it make oh, sense? see, I like I like that because then they can do all the funny bits a host would do, but you get like a variety of people. Yeah, see, but why? The, my biggest thing was the fact. I mean, it was because it's it got to be an entertaining show. Sorry, right. Chris, go ahead. No, no, I mean, it was right to have a host. It was long, but my whole thing is that like I always get frustrated, which they did a good job at like not playing people off the stage, but at the conclusion of the whole Oscars, then they wouldn't let some people talk. Oh, right, and if maybe they didn't play the five to six minute montage before like Beth they they haven't done that in a long time I don't think that yeah well well, usually they play a clip right and then present so I wonder if maybe this did save time but it was but but it was like a long I mean it it was like it felt like five minutes and I told Justin my biggest beef is that they almost made it seem that like you have to watch these movies before watching the Oscars where there's movies that like you haven't seen, but like they showed 
clips from like the actors in like their most pivotal scenes. Uh-huh. And I told Justin the Adam Driver like freak out on um, Scarlett Johansson their whole argument. I was waiting to see that because I had heard about it, and then they showed all of like that argument. Yeah, but like, I'm like, why did they the, show these clips? I think they 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 show spoilery stuff in those montages before. But sometimes, like, they, like, but it's like it's only like one little context, and they kept going uh-huh. back to scenes. Like it was almost like the movie was playing in front of you. I don't know. That was my biggest. Movie. I know you don't agree. You're, with well, no, I don't. So because, you don't like, like the movie clips? Is that no? What? I like I like the traditional of uh, where they would show a movie clip. And then they go to the actor. Oh, and I, then they would, I actually loved how they did like it the mon- But see, yeah, I, it was great. just like so much. It wasn't just like one thing of Adam Driver and then um, Jonathan Price. It was like the whole movie, basically, and different scenes throughout the movie. <laughs> and then you can I'm see sure they, I'm up. sure they do stuff like this with the assumption that people are seeing the movies, though. Yeah, but I don't want to know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like they did anything spoilery, did they? I wouldn't say spoilery. And the but clips I mean, are very. It was very quick. But I mean, it's. I guess it's a pivotal Adam Driver moment in the movie that you're sure. talking about. Right. That you where he was you, like, you I wish you were been, dead or something. And I'm like, I didn't want to see, and I would have been avoiding stuff like that because I wanted to watch it. But in, what if in they full. just did it your way and still showed that same? They clip? They probably wouldn't show like the whole. I mean, I felt like it was like the most. They might have shown more of the scene if maybe. they did it that way. Bad but. argument, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that clip is one of the like one of the publicity clips they were sending out mm. too. So like they they've been showing that on every like. But also, the movie came out in October right. or December or whatever. So like, I mean, you know, you that's could've, true. You could've I know, I know. There was another. Oh, even like I thought they were going to show the Joker. Like, uh, they showed the scene leading up to Robert De Niro. Like, you know not spoiling it. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but they almost showed like the most pivotal scene uh-huh. Joker too, where I'm like, there's so many other scenes that you could have pointed out, which I'm glad they cut it where they did. But I was like, I swear if they show like the shooting right now, I'm going to lose it because mm-hmm. not everyone has seen Joker, even though it's been out for a long time. But... Dude, the movie made over a billion dollars. Everybody's seen oh Joker. Oh my gosh. I can't win with this crowd. <laughs> no, you can't. But that You was, should have just watched the movie. That was like my biggest <laughs> no, frustration. No, I, I get what you're saying. I liked it though. I thought it was... Just cool to watch the editing mm-hmm. to like how they made those montages. I like, yeah, a lot. but then I was like mad that they were then like not letting other people talk to it because I was like, this is gonna bite them, yeah, they're gonna see, get over time, so that's they're what, not gonna, you know, that's what ultimately, and I guess it maybe it bothers me every year, but this year I just really thought about it or something. But there were people that they cut off because I remember there was a I forgot what award it was, but like a guy paused costumes, yeah, and mm-hmm. the lady tried to speak and they cut her off her mic or even parasite they tried to cut off but mm-hmm. everybody like corralled to get them to, yeah. to bring everything back up but like why would you have halfway through the show this guy come out and wrap a recap of the show right mm-hmm. like i like him it was cool it was different but like it was so unnecessary mm-hmm. that was a couple of minutes that you could have saved i just felt like it was straight like we've been watching the show we don't need a recap of the mm-hmm. show like i just didn't get the point and then I because they have to do bits like you have to do comedy bits in there. Yeah, but I'm like, why would you do these things and not let people give their speeches? Right. I guess. If like, you want to do it all, then do it all, and don't like. I mean, people. I don't think anybody was going too long, and they didn't have. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, the people that did go too long, they didn't cut off. They should have cut off Renee right. Zellweger. She, right. she went on forever. Yeah. Right. With and they didn't even have. I just thought about this. They didn't have a um, Cecil B. 
DeMille Award. Is that given at that's the Oscars? That's at the, the Golden Globes. Well, yeah. isn't a big award given out they, to like not, Jeff Bridges? Was it last year? That, that was he, the Golden Globes. Oh, Well, okay. they, they give out special things, but they never do it at the Oscars. They'll show like clips of this like other a, event. It's like a lifetime. The, the Governor's Ball Isn't it like thing. a lifetime achievement or something? Yeah, it's like, cause like David Lynch got one, yeah. and then I forgot who the other two people mm. were that got something. But uh, they do like a thing where it's like, here's we, whatever. But I don't think they showed clips of that happening mm-hmm. this year. Well, though, like but. if we're talking about unnecessary things, even though I liked it, the Eminem performance yeah, well, made right. no sense either. Absolutely, right. I was even asking during the telecast. I'm like, wait, why are they doing this? Yeah. Like, what is what they're just playing music that from movies? Like, mm-hmm. and then they brought him out. I didn't really get it at all, but yeah. I liked no. it. And it was, I mean, I think we all can agree. I mean, that was a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but sure. I told Justin, I go, if you really want any like shock value, then get like Celine Dion to sing like "My Heart Will Go On," which is one of the most iconic yeah. songs in a movie. But like, it just seemed unnecessary. I, I liked it. But, I don't yeah, know it why they did like, it. It strikes yeah, me as it. something they they wanted something that people would talk about the next mm-hmm. day, or they wanted which something is that what I'm saying. Viral. Like, I, you have to do bit. Like, you have to either you don't do anything at all, and you literally just have. Presenter award, presenter award, presenter uh-huh. award, presenter award, or you intersperse like with all these like because f- I mean it's still got to be an entertaining, fun show I think, which is why they do those like different things like the pizza joke or whatever they did with Kimmel and probably why they well, got yeah, Billy Eilish but, but, but he was a host. That's but what, I'm saying it doesn't matter. They're still doing those things just without it. like I don't see why it has to be a host that does those things. I just feel like. It doesn't have to be, but I because guess because they but, got rid of the host, they're just spreading around the like other fun comedy things to other people, which is maybe why it seemed random. I wouldn't even say that like the B.D. Feldstein presenting Mindy Killing it wasn't a comedy bit, and George McKay presenting no. who he mm-hmm. presented wasn't. I agree; a comedy those bit. things are like those things don't need to be in there. I'm not arguing right. about that. I think like just those comedy bits, though, like sure. that's why they're doing it. It's because like you still have to have a fun, watchable show, like with yeah. fun moments that people are going to remember. Yeah, otherwise, it would literally be presenter host or presenter mm-hmm. presenter award presenter award right. and that's boring i get i mean the hey but the presenters can be funny i thought krista wig yeah. and maya rudolph were hilarious mm-hmm. i just uh, think it would get you have to like break up the show somehow like you can't just yeah be doing that over i think and over again. for me but we like proved, movies yeah. so it's yeah. fine like we actually care about the speeches and what wins sure but like i think an average watcher you know you got to have those like weird comedy bits mm-hmm. i just felt like either a we we gotta have a host or b they gotta figure out what to do if they're not gonna have a host because even the Jan- i think janelle monet is a very great i hated performer, the opening but yeah, i didn't I like did. the opening no, very much it was and terrible i'm fine with an opening music performance but i almost feel like they should have just let like elton john open the show with his song or something mm-hmm. instead like why why be a separate performance that it doesn't really have anything to do with it. Or anything. you have Elton John open with his song, and then you that's go, been nominated before. Then you go into the yeah. Eminem and Elton John song, yeah. and then you have El- or you have M- Eminem perform. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that would have been like, cool. Yeah. I just feel like overall, so many musical performances. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't even just the uh, nominees. It was they had Janelle Monae, and they had the guy do the rap recap, and they had uh, the com- the the composer do bits of all the songs, which mm-hmm. I I didn't mind that so much, but it was like in the grand scheme overall, it was just so much. They of made that. it seem like it was the Grammys, where right. like the song was the yeah. most important piece of the yeah. puzzle, rather than the actual movies. And yeah. they got like Billie Eilish, which I I mean I love Billie Eilish, but I mean it was like I don't remember. I don't remember last year them having like a, a very big Alicia artist. Keys did it one oh, year. Okay. But I think that's weird because then it's like, well, what are we supposed to be like? Are we supposed to be like they do a cutaway of Billie Eilish? It's like, let's not cut to Billie Eilish. Like, I realize it's Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to do this in memoriam. Thing. Right. And they know. forgot uh, Luke Perry. 
Yeah, they oh, did forget right. Luke Perry. A few, they they yeah. forgot a few people. Because uh, there was Luke Perry, there was the the kid, the Disney Channel kid that passed away. Oh, there was, I there felt was like, another one. I felt like such a jerk. I did not know that Kurt Douglas had passed away. Just mm-hmm. recently, like last week. Yeah, and I was, and yeah, my wife's Friday, like, well, yeah, you were just caught up in the Super Bowl stuff, but I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. It was the day of the parade, I think. Maybe? Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. I didn't even I see so. anything online. Probably because my whole feed was mm-hmm. Super Bowl and Chiefs. Yeah. Jeez. Anyways, those are my complaints. We can go to the happy stuff now. <laughs> I don't really have too many complaints. I thought it was entertaining. But yeah, some of the stuff went just felt long. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I I, I love the Will Ferrell and Julie. Yeah, that yeah. was Louis Dreyfus yeah. pairing. That I love the Kristen Wig and the um, Maya, Rudolph. Maya Rudolph pairing. That was great. Mm-hmm. I just, I get really annoyed when they just, they're like, okay, we're short on time. Let's get to the, it's like. Okay, okay well that's your own fault like right. for making these things so long mm-hmm. like I'm fine with know. the Oscars being long even right. it was just like the choices of like we're gonna cut these speeches off or mm-hmm. rush these clips or whatever but oh I thought they were gonna play off uh, Roger Deakins and I was gonna be like oh yeah I don't even touch that right now <laughs> yeah uh there I was really hoping for a surprise like the best actress category just because like mm-hmm. I don't really get and I haven't seen Judy so it's not fair but I don't really get why that movie had as much steam as it did for her. She must have been really good in it. I guess, but was she? Um, right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, who saw? I mean, nobody's talking about Judy as a movie, right? No. I well, mean, it's because I heard the movie's not great, but Renee's supposed. I don't like, like that. Really good in it. <laughs> I mean, I love Meryl Streep, but it reminds me of the Iron Lady. Like, sure. but I feel like that was I heard that was a bad movie, mm-hmm. but she was. Good. I mean, she's just Meryl. That's Street, fine. So. Like, I think an actress could be great. <laughs> yeah, a performance could be great in a not good movie and be nominated and win even. But like, I don't know. It's just surprising because it came out in September and other movies like Search Run and Little Women or Scarlett Johansson and Marriage Story that I think deserved it more than she did, or, or even Lupita Nyong'o who wasn't even nominated. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That, the, I don't oh. know who I would have picked. I haven't even seen Judy's the one that I didn't see. I don't think Charlize Theron was that good. I didn't see Harriet, but Scarlett Johansson was good. I didn't think Saoirse Ronan was anything special. Yeah, I think Oof. the best part about Ouch. Bombshell was the makeup, which it won. She wasn't yeah, that great in Little Women. I think she was just outstanding in Little did Women. Did you see um, Winona Ryder's performance in no, Little Women? I did not. She's better. <laughs> but all, I did. Not only did I not see it, but like that's almost. I mean, I'm you would you should be able to judge it separately, like was like a she Star great? is Born. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't walk out of a Star is Born thinking, well, she's no. Nope. I guess <laughs> I don't feel like Sarah Sharon and did anything like new or different. I don't think Greta Gerwig did anything that new or different with the movie either. Literally every single line in that movie I could repeat before mm-hmm. I even saw it because I knew it was coming because I saw the '94 well, version she did and I read the book. Yeah. Restructure like, the whole right, but what? Thing. Cool. Like what? How does that? <laughs> You didn't write a new movie. You wrote the same movie. You Tell just it to the put judge. it in a different order. <laughs> like, it's not that hard <laughs> to do that, I don't think. I think to do it cohesively is But I don't think she did. And a Uh-oh. lot of people are arguing that that movie Uh-oh. made no sense. I thought because it, I they thought it did. have never read it or seen it before. So they're like, what timeline? Like, I don't oh, even know when I this didn't, was. I saw it. It's like, I saw it very confusing. I didn't have any trouble. The five I suddenly have all these strong feelings about Little Women <laughs> that I didn't know that I had. <laughs> I laughed at the five-minute package on uh, where they showed, showed Florence Pugh and she had the bangs. And I started laughing <sighs> because I remember that was, that was so one bad. of her biggest complaints. Because she's supposed to be 12. She does not look 12. No. She looked 20. There was so much good about that movie, and it's really great, but there's just too much wrong with it, too. (laughs) Like, I I don't know. Like, a lot of things that I didn't quite understand why the choices that she made, so... 
I definitely don't think it deserved Oscars. Um, okay, so I'm trying to get the pull up the list here. Uh, I are sorry. I love that Taika Waititi won, even though I I you know prefer Little Women over Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I was I thought it was his speech was interesting so, because I expected him to come out and just be a joke machine and first. be funny. But I think he was like taken aback. Maybe maybe he was yeah. surprised. So or that's or didn't for adapted prepared. screenplay. Yeah. and Jojo Rabbit Taika Waititi won for that one over Little Women's Greta Gerwig, um, The Irishman, Joker, Todd Phillips, and uh, the Two Popes. So yeah, that was the winner in that category. I uh, I'm very glad I won. I was I was just I thought his it was like cute almost because he just seemed so like taken aback. He, mm-hmm. I could feel, he I feel like he's usually just so quippy and funny or whatever. Yeah, and that was kind of neat. But uh, then like Parasite just cleaned up. I, and I thought that was amazing. That was crazy. Good for Parasite. Yeah, like whatever it won screenplay. And I remember we talked. We probably talked about it last week that we. I don't remember how many of us chose Parasite as winning, but like five of us. Yeah, no, but like it. I, not me. I thought that was going to be like the cool, like okay, we're going to give Parasite right. screenplay, but it's not going to win anything else. Right. So uh, there were the, the, during the show, I was convinced. So I mean, that was the turning point, the screenplay. But I was convinced, okay, it won screenplay. So something besides 1917 is going to win, uh-huh. and I thought it would be Quentin Tarantino for director when watching the show because he hasn't won for best right. director. And then I thought that maybe Parasite would win picture. But then I started to think that this is not I think we all thought going into the Oscars that this is going to be a year did we did we all say it was going to be a year where the picture and director go yeah. the same but we all yeah. thought it was going to be 1917. Yeah. I knew That's the, the there was no part. way they were going to split that I didn't think. So the second that so um Bong Joon-ho won best director over Quentin Tarantino, Todd Phillips, Martin Scorsese and Sam Mendes. Um and the second he won best director, I'm like, okay, Parasite's yeah. winning mm-hmm. best picture, which was surprising to me, honestly. And I thought screenplay was um Original screenplay was surprising too. So that's again Bong Joon Bong Joon Ho won for Parasite over Noah Baumbach, Quentin Tarantino, Ryan Johnson, and then the 1917 Sam Mendes and another um, person. But I I I honestly was a little disappointed by that. Not that I didn't love Parasite, but I thought Quentin probably should have won the screenplay mm-hmm. at so? least. Like if he's going to win anything, I wouldn't have given him best director, but I would have given him the screenplay one because I thought the writing was mm-hmm. you know pretty. Great. Sure. Once upon a time, I was. I thought like Once Upon a Time would win costume, just because. Oh, really? it's, I mean, I there's so too. many. I, uh-huh. I yeah, did I not that pick too. that on my ballot, but I kept thinking that I could see it, which just from a visual standpoint. So of all. Little uh-huh. Women won the costume design, and yeah, I agree with you. I also had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood winning that one, so that was a surprise. I didn't. I I didn't vote. If I had voted the ones that I wanted to win, I would have done great on my Oscar ballot. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I'm going with what's been winning, which uh, was 1917. And yeah. some of the other choices, I think I maybe didn't go with the popular choice. I was like, yeah, I feel like this might have a good shot, which is why like, I did hair and makeup. I did Joker mm-hmm. um, instead of Bombshell. Even though yeah. I'm like, Bombshell's probably going to win. But like, really, the only character that I thought had amazing makeup was Charlize Theron's character. Mm-hmm. And then who played... Um uh oh boy john lithgow 
uh, Bill O'Reilly. Someone played Bill O'Reilly in a quick scene. I think, I think that and I actor was like, looks like him, though. Oh, okay. Period. I was like, I was impressed I feel like by they, how. I feel like they cast people who mm-hmm. look like them. But like makeup wise, like, yeah, Charlize was yeah, like, that, really good. Which they kind of tend to do that, I feel like, with like one. Because I remember they, I think, gave it to Iron Lady over Harry Potter the last Harry uh-huh. Potter. And I was like, crazy. what? They put makeup <laughs> on like a thousand people. Yeah, I know. And yet, like, well, that's her, what I did too. I was like, well, Joker was like all of them and like his crazy like makeup and then the rest of the, everybody else just looked kind of like worn down mm-hmm. and so that's why I was voting for that one. That's but. how I felt about Avengers Endgame not winning visual effects. Yeah. Like I still picked 1917 because they, I, they just don't really give visual effects Oscars to mm-hmm. superhero movies for whatever reason. Um, cause I, I always pick the superhero movie on visual effects and I'm always wrong, but, uh, I like, uh, Avengers Endgame, it's like almost the whole movie is, mm-hmm. a, is in visual effects. So it's kind of shocking sometimes when that mm-hmm. isn't the one that yeah. wins, but once upon a time in Hollywood did win best production design, which is yeah. what I picked for that one. And I'm glad cause yeah, it was, it was very, a very cool, like old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not old, old Hollywood, but whatever so. uh score for joker was she still score? the first uh female yeah. to yeah. win score i know she won the golden globe and she was the first female that was cool yeah um and i like the score that yeah yeah i thought score like score was so hard mm. once i was actually picking on my paper ballot because i was like all of these scores are so yeah, well done and i, I actually yeah. rewatched parasite and 1917 that weekend last weekend and the score to 1917 is awesome. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's so good. That was the one I thought was going to win. Like, I remember at the Golden Globes, I I think I picked that. But yeah. Was that Tom, Thomas Newman? Yeah. And then you got mm-hmm. John Williams for yeah. Star right. Wars. And then, I mean, I, mean, I honestly Newman really Newman. like Randy. I like, we listen to Marriage Story score a lot at home. Uh-huh. And it's really kind of just like quirky and fun. Mm-hmm. So all the scores were yeah. super good. I wouldn't have been sad if any of those had won. Best cinematography was Roger Deakins, Deakins over... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Irishman, Lighthouse, and Joker. So, not surprised. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was. I mean, one that's kind of the, what made that movie. Yeah, that was one of the most like easy to to choose mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, uh, I just really was hoping for a shakeup in one of the acting categories, and I'm really happy to see Laura Dern win. I'm happy to see Brad Pitt win. I had Scarjo see... winning that. Yeah, I know, but like, I I don't know. I just felt like that's why I was so happy that that was one of the many reasons I was happy that Parasite started cleaning up mm-hmm. because I felt like as we talked about 1917 had so much steam going into it and then since the acting categories were so boring it was like whenever Bond won best director I was like oh man like mm-hmm. this is yeah. this is awesome and then of course it winning picture was so surprising and best foreign films so and yeah, best foreign films yeah. uh, but like when is the last time the Oscars like let the movie win that probably should have like I guess yeah. Moonlight maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. mm-hmm. that doesn't always happen I would be interested like, I wonder if this is a situation, too, where people like us are very happy about it because we also understand how monumental it is because mm-hmm. it's the first foreign language film to ever win Best Picture. It's, like, the first South Korean film to even be nominated for anything. Uh, but, like, a general moviegoer who likes to watch the Oscars, I'd be mm-hmm. curious to know, I guess, their feelings sure. about that. Like, Well, I think a lot of people, too, uh, leading into the Oscars, a lot of people were watching Roma. On Netflix because it was available on Netflix, but like oh, sure. I think, I mean, I think it's really neat for foreign films to get this kind of exposure and not just like a throwaway category of oh, it's the best. Here's the best foreign films, yeah. and then people being like, I don't know. And then now it's like, ooh, like that's that's really neat to see. Yeah, I mean, you guys know how I felt about Roma, but like it should have beat Green Book. Oh, yeah, right. How did it not beat Green Book? Exactly. 
I that's just crazy. Think and Bong Joon Ho was also giving the like the speeches that I want to see at the Oscars, mm-hmm. like where he's very he's obviously very thankful. He's like appreciative towards the people he was nominated against. Like I liked his thing that he said about Tarantino and, and about Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, that was cool. And then where he's like, and then also Todd Phillips and Sam Mendes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I enjoyed that. I loved the. I think it was when he won screenplay, maybe where he like was looking at the he was like behind the other person looking at the Oscar mm-hmm, and smiles just, like, with, yeah. just adorable yeah it was cute I uh, loved it when he's what did he say he's like I'm gonna drink all yeah. way until tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. but, then, but the then he kept winning Oscars and then he yeah. was like I, I said that. I was gonna do that and then he's like I guess I can't drink now or something well, or there, I saw like that tweets tweet. or whatever yeah, it was yeah. Like, he just wants a cocktail but they keep giving him Oscars yeah so funny yep uh, he just seems like a really cool dude. Yeah, he's always he's been really funny and like on the award circuit, it's been really great. What are the other movies? Because I've seen now there's all these articles like where to watch um, his other yeah Snowpiercer. Because was that the one that you were talking about? Oh yeah, I Snowpiercer. love Snowpiercer. Okay, yeah, Snowpiercer I did not know he did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Snowpiercer, the host is really great. Uh, so I haven't Snow, seen Mother. Is Snowpiercer a foreign film or or no? Uh, no. Well, there are Subtitles. characters like so. Oh, there's okay. there's some characters, but there's a lot it's of Chris English Evans. Speaking, yeah, there's a lot okay. of English speaking characters. Tilda Swinton, Chris Evans, Jamie mm-hmm. Bell. Uh, I almost spoiled something for you. Oh. Another actor. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I'll have uh, to watch that. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's on Netflix. Nice. And Oakjaw's not bad. It's weird, but it's not bad. Oh, I, I like remember. It. I didn't know he did that. Yeah. Jeez. So he has done like. Quite a bit yeah, of critically no? acclaimed yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brad Pitt obviously won. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Great speech, I thought. Yeah. Joaquin obviously won. And yeah. Weird speech. Weird speech. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I feel like his speeches, even when they get political lately, have been pretty solid. And this one was just felt off the rails a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost like, did he not prepare for this one? And then was just like... Started talking about the cows, and I guess we're not supposed to drink milk anymore. And <laughs> my, like, my wife looked at me and she goes, "We drink almond milk." Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm like, yeah, but then I saw a tweet that was like, um, "Having one almond to milk get milk out of it, like, is is, it, is that bad? Super bad for the environment." Oh. I can't remember what the tweet was, but it was like, <sighs> "Can't win." Can't win. I know. Well, hold on, let me find it. I know who. I know who tweeted it too. So I gotta find it. You can talk, but I was just gonna. I, so death oh, to almonds now. Yeah. Before yeah. you switch to almond milk, no, it takes a gallon of water to produce one almond, and the almond industry has wiped out billions of honeybees in a matter of months to keep up with demand. Sleep well, jokers. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was also like he got he was seen with a plastic water bottle, I guess, at at an event, and it was like like ah, we mm. caught you or something. It's like that's ridiculous, but like I whatever. Uh, and I get mixed feelings anyways when they get too political at these things because right. like at some point it's like we all we all get it but it's a, I, I would much prefer them go up and actually be like thank you to you know this person or oh, this person I, I shed a tear honestly at uh, Laura Dern's speech yeah when that she was said great the superheroes and her parents and yeah. i was like and her mom was crying i was like yeah they was... very smartly had cutaways of her mom yeah, yeah that was great but it's like he had one little nod to River Phoenix in there at the end. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I wish he would have. There would have been more of that. But yeah. I don't know. It's like you got all political at the Golden Globes. We get it. We get it. We're bad Americans yeah. because we eat meat and drink, and drink milk. milk. Yep. Well, he got his Oscar. Now he doesn't have to get nominated again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll just stop showing up. Yeah. I'm just kind of, I like, I think he's an amazing, incredible actor, mm-hmm. but I just get real sick of his preachy spiel mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like, well, 
yeah, his speech at the SAG Awards was great because he complimented each actor yeah. and stuff like that. Was it's fun. not even the preachiness. Like, I mean, that's fine if you want to get political and say whatever you want. I get, I get sick of his like, I don't care about Hollywood. You know, like mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Like he's too good for awards and like he's just like holier or not holier, like better than thou attitude uh-huh. where he just like. I'm yeah. too cool for awards. I don't need this. Like these are mean nothing to me. And blah blah blah. Well, you know, then, well, like he just he... has this like attitude of like superiority. <laughs> yeah. That's like I don't get. And he kind of does like in his speech. It, it was kind of like all over the place because then I was like, oh, he's like being humble and he's like saying about mm-hmm. second chances uh-huh. and like how like you know he was given second chances yeah. after I'm assuming so he means weird. after that we were I'm never not, or I'm not. I'm there, still here. Or, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not there. Whatever it is, whatever I forgot is. already. And just um, like his past, like I mean, he, I think he was a big drinker and mm-hmm. like abuser and stuff. So and then now he comes and then and he's, he's been like, a dick on set. Yeah, yeah. And so. then now he's like, oh, but we also like take milk from cows and yeah. artificially inseminate know, cows yeah, or like, whatever. Oh. And oh, but then here's the nod of my brother. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I don't even remember. I didn't pay attention to Renee Zellweger because I think I used that opportunity to go to the bathroom, which I feel bad about. (laughs) But I I just felt like, and then then she was still talking when I got done and came out. I was like, why? What is going on? I don't know. I couldn't hear any of it. She's just, we were very loud. A weird, um, weird soul. She's a weird soul. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I don't really care for her, but I mean, she's a, she's a good actress, but I love Renee Zellweger. I think the last time I truly liked it's like her a nice was Jerry little country girl. Really? Well, it's probably one of the <laughs> weird country girl now. <laughs> Why is uh, she weird? I don't know what she like. I can't even understand her. And she's like, you can't understand Southern accents. I guess not. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> she's still doing their Judy accent. I swear. It's like my dad can't understand British accents, and I and I get sometimes there's a level if and they're speak if they're speaking fast sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to understand. But my dad like any British accent he can't understand it. Yeah, any British accent. Anyways, Oscars. I also don't. I'm sorry. This is like I'm not trying to rip apart people's speeches, but I also <laughs> like it's not fair for me to tell someone who to thank and who not to thank. But I start getting like her speech was like thanking like. People named Tom and Joey and whatever. And I'm like, and she's not even like thanking the Academy and like all these people. I'm like, I I don't want to hear about your producers, or your assistants every day. I want to hear uh, about like your family. Like not a lot of people thank their family. I feel like that's probably why Laura Dern got me because maybe. that was a really Brad nice. Brad Pitt thanked his kids or dedicated yeah, to his kids. Because they're like, but that's, you know, that's the interesting part. I think uh, it was maybe Nathan or, or one of you guys that brought up the interesting point when I was like, do you think that after the Golden Globes, her speech was weird and Joaquin's was weird that that maybe hurts them? Mm-hmm. And I think it was Nathan who said that like, it's almost like Brad Pitt is like the golden child. <laughs> and then like, you can throw in these like interesting, weird people uh-huh. like in the mix. Cause it was like Laura Dern yeah. and Brad Pitt. And then you have like Renee Zellweger and Joaquin. Yeah. Like very like, Nice, humble, like classy Oscar people, and then you have like interesting characters. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Their There's life. always. It's not fair for me <laughs> to say that. But it was just it was it. They're interesting. That's what sure. I say. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like who doesn't like Brad Pitt? Everybody likes Brad Pitt, right. except for Angelina Jolie, I guess. But who doesn't like Renee Zellweger? Me. <laughs> there you go. It is. I was happy because I. We we went into this thinking the Oscars were going to be boring, and then Parasite actually won a bunch right. of stuff. And yay, the good movie. Yay won for Parasite. Stuff. I don't really know if that actually is going to signal any kind of significant change necessarily in the Oscars, but 
it was nice that it happened this year at least. Yeah. Do you have a screen it or scream it? Uh, I have a scream it. Or, oh, sorry, screen it. What's up? What is it? Summer House on Bravo returned this week. Is that another Housewives? Are, no, it's not a Housewives. <laughs> Summer a, Housewives? It is a really fun show. You should watch this. Is sometime. it a reality show, Chris? I mean, it's it's not like a reality competition show, but yes, it is real. Okay. No, thanks. It's these people. I think I was talking about this last year when it was on. It's these people who like work in New York, and then they go to their beach house on the weekend. And then that they just awful. party. That sounds terrible. It's fun. You should try it. No, thanks. Bravo. Also, shout out to, I noticed uh, Andy Cohen tweeted, uh, Backstreet Boys were on Watch It Happens Live, and Kevin Richardson is wearing a Chiefs hat. Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys. He's like a huge Chiefs fan, He's a big Chiefs fan. Yeah. Good for him. My My mom likes him a lot. That's her favorite Backstreet Boys. There you go. Go Kevin Richardson. And go Chiefs. Uh, High Fidelity premieres on Hulu today because this is airing on Friday. That'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. The High Fidelity series. Here, here it's great. Um, I watched Terminator Dark Fate while I was sick, and it was very strange. I was a little a little bummed out. It's not what That's, I wanted. I feel like, are they ever going to make a good Terminator No, movie? I kind of hope they just stop. Yeah. Because Genesis was so bad. This one was better. It was a, the best sequel we've gotten since the second, but... It was just weird. You almost need like a restart on some of that stuff. Like with well, that's uh, what they were doing with Genesis Transformers. They, yeah. I think that's what they, what they tried to do with Genesis. They were trying to re- sort of reboot the universe because they played with timelines or whatever, mm-hmm. but it just was a mess. Once two go bad, restart or don't make them anymore. Yeah, that's really what it was. But they got James Cameron involved, and I think that everybody thought, well, James Cameron is involved again. It's going to be good because he mm-hmm. produced it and helped with the story or whatever. <sighs> but boy. What a bummer. Bummer. <laughs> uh, oh, I've also been watching some of the morning show. And it's not bad. Our morning show? The morning show. Oh, the Apple show? Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I finished Watchmen. Watchmen's great. Mm. Three months later, <laughs> it's still great. <laughs> so you should get HBO. Too busy watching your Summer Housewives. It's not Summer Housewives. <laughs> summer circle. House. His circle show. Oh, the circle one. <laughs> circle lives circle media social media yeah, yeah. it's on netflix and, okay? and the bachelor you don't watch the bachelor do no you? Oh, thank God. i can't that's where I that's draw where the you line. draw the line yeah. is the that bachelor. and the kardashians is where i draw the line jesus don't all bring, right don't bring him well do you have screen, a screen of nope screen? okay cool all right my screen it is that i'm hungry and like yep yeah, we're gonna so. go <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks everybody bye